you can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Welcome to My Life, My Choice, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the, what is it, Lives Wednesday, the 13th of December, uh, 2017, and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your host for the next 60 minutes. And my co-host is Olivia Lashley, coming to you live from London in the U.K., Olivia is an expressions coach and artist, and I am a choice expert. So, guys, I hope all's going well in your world. Definitely, definitely going well in your world. All's going well in mine. Let me just move my uh, cell phone from out of my face because it's rather distracting. So, that being said, Liz, how are you, darling? Yeah, I'm good. 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 (laughs) What was that? (laughs) What was that? (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I just knew you were going to say you were good, so I thought I'd answer. Good, good, good. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. No. So how goes how goes it in your world? Love no, no, it's, it's all good. It's all good. It's, um, yeah, seriously, isn't it? When it doesn't take long before it yeah. ends, and then it starts again anyway. No, you know so, what I mean? You know yeah, what I mean? Seriously, because here we seriously. are again. You know, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is all it's all to the highest. You know, blessing. Mm. Much has happened. Much has happened this year. Much has happened this year. So yeah, darling. So are you all ready? Getting ready? Not so um, ready. No, I'd say no and no to both of the above questions. No, I'm I'm really not. <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> no, like yeah. No. Oh, it's like ugh, okay. This again, you know. As Davina says, bar humbug. But I, it's just. There's, there's just no thrill in it, you know. There's no thrill in it at all. Uh, I know. I, 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 I have to say that. Um, I, I think outside Dana. of the, 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 no, 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 no. Outside oh. of, please. Outside of, outside of. I mean, isn't she the one who only a couple of years ago said she wanted everything in a bloody catalogue? What would you like? Would <laughs> you like everything? You know. <laughs> um, so no, 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 no. O- outside of. You know, like for me, it really is about the the gathering, getting together, because and it is. It's about the, you know, the 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 family interaction and stuff like that more so than anything else. Um, because sort of like with my girlfriends and that, that's that's what I've decided to do, um, and I started implementing that last year. But let's just go out, have dinner, talk, laugh, joke, and make memories. You know. Mm-hmm, I mean, 
I mean, I, I think the only person who will um, truly receive the abundance of um, Christmas from me at any rate will be um, Ella and um, uh, Tajon. Uh, these great, he's one of the youngest and mm. uh, nephew. And I think I think that's it, mate. You know, mm. I just, oh, you know, I, I, do you know? I used to hear Gina, um, and Gina's mm. my eldest sister, talk about this, and I, I'd be like, Davina, I'd be like, I'm bar humbug, you, you're gonna get a lump of coal, you know? And, and here I am, you know, sitting in the seat, you know, sitting in the seat. But no, so no, so outside of that, all's good, good in your world, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Weather-wise, um, not too bad. Not too bad. It's actually it's really it's raining now. Um, a little while ago, it's raining quite hard. But over what day was it? On was it Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Because oh. I went to bed, I got up and uh, I drew the curtains, and it took me a split second to fi- figure out what the hell was going on. Because it was like, I was thinking, I thought, oh, maybe it's this, you know, you have these random thoughts that go through your head. And I think, oh, maybe it's mm-hmm. sun or, uh, you know, and then I thought, oh, has it been raining and the sun's shining off the, but it had been snowing. It was, it was, it was <laughs> complete, it was completely, you know, like when it clings to the tree branches, that's yeah. kind of how yeah. heavy it was. Um, but I was actually gobsmacked because it had been cold. It has it had actually been really, really cold. But I wasn't expecting it, you know, to draw the curtain and see it snowing at all. I think everyone, a lot yeah. of people were caught off guard. A lot they, of people. They, yeah, yeah. Because that's that's what happened because um, in on the East Coast, they, they got snow. But it was, I want to, I don't know if it's the Southeast, though, for those of you who live in Florida and all that, forgive me, but... Um, you know, sort of like in Louisiana, they got snow, right? They've, no, they got they got snow, and I was like, "What? You mean I'm going to have to rearrange my wardrobe? Uh, what are you talking about?" <laughs> you know, so they got snow in Georgia and all that sort of stuff. So I'm not surprised you guys were, and that was last week. Although it's gone, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but that 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 was that was last week. You know, so yeah, mm-hmm. lots of stuff. California's burning. It's just like, oh my god! That's been going on a couple I mean, of weeks, like, though, hasn't it? Say that again, love. That's been going on a couple of weeks, though, hasn't it? Yeah, and yeah. fire's raging, mate. Fire's raging. Fire's raging. You know, they 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 need to water some of that that stuff that they got down there. What do you because mean? when we when we went for Thanksgiving, when we went for Thanksgiving, it was just brown, and I said to Dee, do you know something? Do you know this looks like it could go up like a tinderbox? Mm, mm, and mm. and here here we go. Although we were I don't know further north, if you will. Um, but I was look at it was just brown. Mm, it it, it mm. was just brown, and I'm like, oh, this is not good. And all mm. hills, and they got people whose houses are all on them hills. They might it might look nice and everything, the view and all of that, but. Mm-mm. Too much kindling round that for me, and then I'm I'm I I I don't know about things that I have done, and I might have to pay retribution <laughs> for it in the fire. So you know, like I'm I'm cool, cool. But no, for the people there, you know, my heart really, 
My heart really goes out to the to the people there. I, I bet you know, in, say like say like give it, you know, uh, I don't know because the the fire's been going on for decades. Um, so let's just say, be generous and say, in the next ten years, they're going to come up with something that is really simple, really natural, that yeah. actually prevents it. Yeah, that prevents yeah. it from doing. Yeah. Not and, chemical, and, but and I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that um, because mm-hmm. a lot of people. Live. A lot of people have, and I mean, really lost a lot of stuff. Of course, this yeah. this for yeah. me has been as devastating as uh, people who have been flooded. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just like if if it's not the water, it's the fire. It's like wow, it's like wow. But that being said, love, um. Welcome to the show, guys. Again, my name's Dr. Wendy Dearborn. You're t- truly, I'm in Las Vegas, and my co-host, who you just heard, was Olivia Lashley. She's in London in the UK, and today we're talking about will you pay the price for what it is that you want? So in the synopsis, one of the things that I had written, in life there's always a price to pay. The question is, are you willing to pay, pay, pay the price for what you want? Many people, when asked this question, assume that payment is in the form of money. Cold, hot, soft, cash. The thing is, guys, that there is another form of currency, and I call it spiritual currency. It represents the intangible energies that we trade in, and I'm going to touch on that in just a minute. It represents the the intangible energies that we trade in, much like money, has taken on the representation of the tangibles that we trade in. You don't get something for nothing, not in this life, guys, even if it appears that way. So what are you willing to give to get what you want? And this, is, this I think, is um, a pivotal question. Well, for me, at any rate, Olivia, it's a pivotal question in many, many It's a pivotal question that many people need to actually ask themselves because many people aren't really willing to give up too much to get what they want. They're not willing to give up too much to get what they want. And as a result, as a result, they actually don't get, as a result, they actually don't get what it is that they want. They don't get it. So it's vitally important to, I think, to ask yourself that question, what am I willing to give up for I want? And I am working on the proviso that you actually know what you want. Because, guys, as as we've been talking this year in a fluid fashion in which I will tighten up next year, but in a fluid fashion we've been talking about the different universal laws they are all as i've said on the show repeatedly they are all interconnected they start out with one foundational thing and this is the law of choice if you will when it comes to the physical the law of choice Uh, when it comes to the physical or the tangible the law of choice when you're talking about the intangible something that is thought form only but hasn't hardened into fact or hasn't hardened into a solid E, I think about the car that I want. It's in your imagination. So you have, (coughs) excuse me, the intangible, 
which is the imagination, and you have the tangible, which is choice. These two are connected in as much as where one starts, I couldn't tell you. Where one ends, I couldn't tell you. For me, they are truly one in the same. But for, the, um, for, for clarity of mind, I call choice and I call um, uh, imagination. These are the two foundational universal laws that we stand upon. I always talk about choice as being, yes. Sorry, can you just explain how the tangible is choice? Uh, because it, it's solid. You, you, you're, from your imagination, you've got all these things going on in your imagination, you know, like the car you want, and then, you know, mm. for all intents and purposes, I want it to be white, interior black, uh, wood paneling. I want it to be a um, an automatic yada yada yada. This is intangible because it's in your mind. Mm-hmm. When you actually say to yourself, "I want that," and I truly want that, tying into the universal law of belief, and that energy goes out there, you've made that choice, and that choice is what solidifies. The, the the thought processes that okay. you have in your mind. Right, okay. All right. Does that make sense? Got it? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, all right. So that, that that's where I was going with those. The, those two, uh, the, the universal law of polarity, and we've spoken about this, it was either this year or last year, the universal law of polarity or the, the spiritual law, natural law, whatever way you want to phrase it, but this particular law, it talks about understanding the two extremes and the center point. So you've got the two extremes. So you have, in anything that you do, you have two extremes. The law of exchange, which is really what we're talking about today, the law of exchange actually feeds into that and a couple of other things. Again, the universal laws feed into each other and this is this is my my take and my spin on it and the nuance that i believe that people really really need to take a look at and even if you take a look at it and you say it's not for you that's fine but they need to take a look at it because the universal laws are more than just the law of attraction and i'm not going to go down that road because i can get on a soapbox so that that being said There is a saying that goes, there's no free lunches. And in life, again, contrary to what we believe or have been led to believe, there is a price to pay for something. There is a price to pay for everything. So many things for granted. We take so much for granted. And we do that because of the natural things that we do, like breathing, blinking, digesting, um, walking, talking, um, the, the ability to think with clarity, um, the ability to make, to make a choice, the ability to, to feel love, the ability to, to feel compassion, forgiveness, this whole, the whole nine yards, the ability to worry, the ability to hate, the ability to be angry, the ability to have all the emotions that we have. And what spins off from that, we take all of these 
things for granted. Because they are, to us, second nature. But in reality, what we don't realize is that there is an exchange going on. What we don't realize is that we are paying the price. And you see, when, when you say something like, are you willing to pay, pay, pay the price for what you want? As a very extrinsic question, most people go to, go to the thing, automatically they're like, I'm okay, okay, what am I going to have to give up? Um, okay, what am I going to have to sacrifice? But you see, the exchange isn't a sacrifice. And many, many people will look at, at things in life as a, a, if you have to give something up, that they're going to lose something not realizing that you can't lose anything, that space has to be filled. Does that make sense, Liz? Yeah, absolutely, Wendy. You know, because yeah. um, you, 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 you were saying about the price to pay, yeah? Um, there's a price to pay yeah. for everything, but then there's also a price to pay for nothing. So that's like exactly. doing and not doing. Um, it still requires a spiritual currency from you. Uh, one in general exactly. will fill your spiritual coffers and the other in some way will deplete your spiritual coffers. So, I mean, it's, it's like, by, by, by like saying, and trust me, I have been there. I, I still, I still, I'm, I am still there. You know, I know it's kind of like scary stepping out there to do things that you want to do and have to do. But even if you, if you don't, or if you do, there's still a currency. There's still a spirit, spiritual exchange. So you, I mean, really, you you might as well just do it because you're still going to have to. And, exactly. and in doing in, in doing it, your coffers are refilled. Um, in not doing it, your coffers tend not to be refilled. Um, exactly. And, and, and okay, we, we're saying we're saying I'm saying coffers. As in money, um, you know, you, you know, somewhere to store money. Uh, but that that is not only about you know your spiritual currency or your physical currency. It's also about filling you, your 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 spiritual being. It works exactly that way yourself. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's that's actually a really good point, Libs, about about the coffers because you know you say coffers and I automatically get this picture in my mind of you know a wooden box overflowing with golden yeah, coins, you yeah, know, yeah. that sort of thing. But you're right. That too applies to you, overflowing with an abundance of just energy to do what it is that you mm-hmm. need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 can be, it can be anything. It can be anything. But you see, when, when, when people talk about sacrifice to offer something up, offer something up and um, when you make a sacrifice you might not always tend to think that you're going to get your and I'm going to say your money's worth whether spiritual or otherwise sacrifice has this this um, feeling or it has this overtone which actually isn't true but it has this overtone of hardship on your part to do what you need to do to get what you want. And that's not it. That's, that's not it at all. 
Because as, as you said, Olivia, it's right. You know, if you don't do anything, if you don't do anything, that's a, that's a currency that you're paying too. Spiritual currency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's like it's, whatever. Sorry, go ahead, love. I was going to say it's like it's like happiness, you know. Um, if you think of yourself when you're happy, the things you do, things you're prepared to do, and life feels great, that's the original you. Yeah, partly, you know. Mm-hmm. Let, let's just yeah. that that's the original you. So if you have ever felt that way, um, if you have any, if you've ever felt that way at any time. It's as it says. Sorry, I'm kind of trying to read my notes here. I mean, that's the spiritual you. And um, if you don't feel, when you feel like that, that's when your coffers, your spiritual coffers, have been replenished and are perhaps most, mm-hmm. are actually overflowing. Um, when you don't feel like that, that's when your energy, your spiritual coffers, are actually being depleted. So that in itself exactly. gives you a guideline as to where you are. You know, because, you know, if you're not feeling like that, and people say, oh, you can't feel happy all the time. It's a load of rubbish. You can yes, feel happy can. all the time. Why, yes, you, why, you can. Can, why you can feel happy all the time is because it's an internal, it's in a spiritual thing, and that's endless. So you exactly. can feel happy all the exactly. time. Exactly. But just, uh, and uh, just, uh, you know, just if, you can feel sad all the time, you know, it's, um, it, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And um, those sort of things, oh, no, it can't be good all the time. Yes, it bloody well can. Mm-hmm. Don't rain on my mm-hmm. parade just because your life mm-hmm. sucks, you know. <laughs> um, and I, no, I agree with that. No, I, I, I agree with that. We don't realize that an exchange is going on. We don't realize mm-hmm. that we are paying the price for what we want. For the mm-hmm. most part, we don't, we don't realize that because it, it is so innate. It's so intrinsic. It is so who we are. I, we are. I actually think you pay the price for what you don't want as well, you know, Wentz. As well, of course, Liz. Yeah, because, of course. because that, that, of course. that also requires energy for it to not come of to course. fruition. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're concentrating all the time on what you don't want, I mean, if you take that analogy or whatever you call it, what I just said, mm-hmm. then, you know, it, it's actually giving you, showing you a really big message, you know? A huge <laughs> message. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, Liz, it's a huge message. It's a huge message because you're spending your spiritual currency there. Mm-hmm. And where you spend, you know, you broke it, you, you break it, you buy it. You know, where you, where you spend your currency is where you are going to get the, the return. Well, well yeah, you see, because guys, you, can, this, you can, sorry. You're going, you're going to reap what you sow because, like, if you exactly. if you go into if you go into the supermarket and <clears throat> excuse me, and all the apples are rotten, and you buy them, and you keep buying them, all you're going to have <laughs> is rotten apples, rotten apples, right? I mean, at least if you go into the supermarket and you buy, you know, you know, really nice, fresh, you know, um, just picked apples, you you have a limited amount of time before you actually dispose of them, which means you can eat them, you could, you know, put them in the in the ground so they grow, you give them to other people. But you, you have you, you can you can use that energy. You can use it. Exactly. So yeah. Mm. And, and that actually that that brings us to uh, another point. 
And then I'll backtrack, guys. That brings us to another point. It's vitally important that you use your, use the energy. Because yeah, if you don't, the energy will use you. And absolutely. energy isn't designed to be stagnant. It, it just mm. doesn't work that way. And you, you can get some water and you can set some water down and allow it to become stagnant and see what happens. Mm. Mm. Other yeah. organisms will use it to fuel their life the way that they want. And that's what happens in water. Everything mm. is living. And so energy has to be used. Your spiritual because, currency has to be used. It's energy. Go ahead. If, I mean, even if you think of like um, an atom, yeah, and, um, you know, you've got is it the helixes where they all, like, uh, like um, they attract, yeah. And that's similar to the mm-hmm. energy that you're, you know, what you're putting out. What you put out is going to be attracted to you because when you think about it, everything is atoms. Absolutely everything that you see, hear, even the thoughts you put exactly. out, that everything is atoms. So exactly. what, what you're trying to do is to be the positive for the negative to come in so that they, so that they link. It sounds weird saying negative, but negative doesn't mean something isn't positive. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't mean bad. But, and besides, no, and it you doesn't. Know, you, no, you said that right. No, and also, you know, you you have you know the magnetic field, which is the, the the negative and the positive. But we have put those, or society has put those words into place, and we decide that we've decided that negative means that it's not right. It's not what you want. But that's not necessarily so. I mean, we've decided, uh, you know, people back in the day have decided that, that it's to be called negative, but it could actually have been called anything. Exactly. Maybe. But because they chose, no, no, they, you're right. no. they chose that specific word. No, and, and you're right. You're right. At, at the end of the day, when, you, when you're talking about the, the, the um, structure of a cell, you need you have protons and neutrons and all this sort of stuff, and mm. they have to be negatively and positively charged in order for mm. them to to actually function in order for balance to be maintained. Mm. So everything that actually occurs in your life occurs so that you can utilize it to actually create what you want, and that 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 that's the the long and the short of that. So backtracking, guys, let me just say this. Again, we are, for the most part, totally unaware of the fact that we are constantly paying the price for what we want in life. See, we, we've, we've been taught to believe that the only thing that we really pay for are solid goods. Are solid goods, money, a monetary exchange. And this is something that has been, for me, really superimposed upon us. So we don't actually realize that in order to breathe, in order for food to digest, in order for us to be blinking, uh, you know, in order for us to sleep, that we're giving something up we're paying the price 
You see, our lives are governed by this particular law, which is the universal law of exchange. This law is what into gear when we create space for something new to come in our lives. If you've never had a car before and you've decided that you want a car as your mode of transportation, what you are giving up, and I'm, I'm not talking about monetary, what you are giving up is your, um, is your uh, let's see, your mode of transportation that you're currently using, which might be you may be walking or you may be using public transportation. And what you are giving up is that. You give up that so that you can get this. So you can't drive your car and ride the bus and walk at the same time. <laughs> you know, for all intents and purposes. You know, you, 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 that's not how that goes. So you give up, you know, you, you give up your apartment to move into your home. You give up life so that you can move into your spiritual, your spiritual realm. Price. And that price is your spiritual currency. So again, our lives are governed by the universal law of exchange or the, the, the spiritual law of exchange. And this law governs what happens in your life. And it truly is connected to the universal law of space. And I, I, we've spoken about this. Nothing can come into your life, actually, or move out of it, unless you create the space for that to happen. Mm, and there is no void. Absolutely. There is no void. But, and, because and, nature you know, is fluid and moving. Exactly. Go ahead, yeah. love. Uh, and the, the, the other reason why I would say there is no void is because everything... That, is, that you can think of, that you could possibly think of, is already out there in atom form already. There you go. There so, you go. There and you it's go. just how you decide um, that you, you... Well, it's actually for you to decide that you really want it, but it's also for you to decide how you want it, how you want exactly. to attract those atoms to you. You know, do you want it fluidly? Do you want it, do you want it um, stagnantly? Do you want it rapidly? Do you want it with attitude? You know, it's up to you to decide. Exactly. Yeah, with attitude. Did you see the video I posted with the little girl? Twist it. Twist. No. No, I didn't oh, see that. Oh, gosh, you've got to see that, that one, Liz. No, you've got to see that one. That one I had me rolling. One that one had me rolling. Oh, no, with, yeah, no. With I the saw, twist. No, I did see that. I did see that. I did see that. I did see that, yeah. With her hair, yes. with her hair, yeah. Yeah, yeah she told her mum, mate. You, would you go? Would you go out looking like this? Exactly. She didn't want her hair like that, and literally she told her mum, "Would you go out looking like this?" And then the little girl said, "Her mum said, well, basically she, she didn't have, you know, as much hair." And so what mum said, "Are you making a choice as to?" And I love that, and you know that caught me because it was about, "Are you making a choice for yourself?" Yes, and she said, I'm making a choice by myself. Mm. Did you catch that? Because she said, I'm making a choice no, by myself. Actually. 
And then her mum said, well, what do you want me to do with your hair? And that little girl said, twist it. And walked <laughs> She had so much that. I really love that. I really love that. I had, I'm, I'm sorry. I've seen two really nice videos. Yeah, the other the other one. That's what yeah. I was going to say. That, I mean, that one was really cute when she said, um, "No, we might. We're not. We're not." What she said, "We're not. We shared the same soul." Um, exactly. I just I was just exactly. like blown away. I was absolutely blown away yeah. when she said that. Yeah, it was out the yeah, mouth of babies. Seriously, they know. Seriously. They know. They they know. And as long as they hold on to that. They'll be twins for the rest of their life, irrespective mm-hmm. of their race, irrespective mm-hmm. of their gender, mm-hmm. irrespective of their color. They came here as twin flames, mm-hmm. and they know it, and they mm-hmm. know it, you know, and they know it. So that being said, I digress, guys. So um, that that being said, the this particular, you know, paying the price. As I said, it invokes the universal law of exchange and it ensures that there is an equal exchange. As Olivia was was saying a little while ago, a moment ago, it's what you believe. Mm. Okay, so you want a new car and you go and you get a lemon. Guess what? There was lemon in your thought process. (laughs) There has to be lemon. I'm serious. There has to be lemon in your thought process. For those atoms, for that energy to coalesce and formulate and harden into a fact like the table, for it to come that way to you. There is no voids in the universe. There is no voids in space. It's filled because the energy is always moving. As something goes out, something comes in. Something cannot go out without something coming in. This is one reason why your word does not return to you void. This is one of the reasons why. You see, when, when, stuff, when stuff starts happening, when stuff starts happening to you, like recently I've had a string of electrical things that have actually gone a little wrong, <laughs> not a lot wrong, but have gone wrong. No, they've gone wrong. You know, it's it's like you can't be a little pregnant. It's either wrong or right. Um, mm. And where I reckon it could, where I see it could be more horrendous, they, they've gone wrong. Wrong enough where, like with my computer, I needed to take it in. Like with my car, I needed to take it in. Like with the, the new uh, uh, water, what do you call it? Water dispenser. I need to have it replaced. And all, all these things needed to be done. And they're, they're, everything's been electronic. And I've been thinking about that. You know, the remote for my car, you, the fob for my car, and the remote, mm-hmm. the battery. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. all my candles, all my, all my battery-operated candles, which I use at work, I've got some at home, Every last one of them, the battery's gone. Every mm. last one of them. And listen, I haven't been using them. Yeah. All yeah. of them. And I've got loads of them. So I just looked at them and I said, okay, next year. Um, <laughs> but I've, I've got loads of them. So mm. something is telling me, it's giving me clues about what's going on in my thought process. Mm. 
it's Wait, giving me clues. It's especially where you're putting your energy, you know, because they're and, all, and energies, all it, energy sources. Yeah. And this is it. And I truly do believe I'm putting my energy and my thoughts, guys, I'll phrase it this way. I'm putting my thoughts or applying my thoughts to things that aren't allowing me to move with fluidity. So my natural instinct, my innate instinct, or my subconscious self is doing what it does best. Okay, you're putting your energy here. Let me show you what's happening. You're putting your energy. Let me show you in a tangible form what's happening. Let me show you what's happening. So that being said, that, that, that being said, the universal law or the price that you pay is simply this. And we are actually talking about the universal law of exchange. You have to give up something to get something else of equivalent value to your belief. You see, the price you pay is about a mutual exchange or an interchange, if, if that makes you feel better. But it's about, the, it's about a mutual exchange. You are going to get value for your spiritual currency. Spiritual currency and monetary currency doesn't work any other way. Like money, your spiritual currency, which is intangible, you can't see it, you can't feel it, you can't touch it per se. And money, you can touch this, you can see it, it's in your hand. They're they're, they're the, the polar opposite of each other, okay? So with your, with your, with your money, you're going to get your money's worth. Whether you believe it or not, you're going to get your money's worth based on what you think. So again, my question to you is, are you willing to pay the price for what you want? Are you willing to do what your inner self says, what the, the inspired action, um, what, what, what the inspired action that comes to you intuitively is telling you to do. Are you willing to pay the price? You know, when I was um, watching, was it a film? Yeah, I think it was a film. It was about the the McDonald brothers who started the McDonald's. And, oh, um, lives. Yeah. He. I mean, that I can't. I don't know the guy's name who hijacked the company. Ray but Cop. Wow. Great. 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 Okay. 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 Um, but that's a perfect example of um, th- they had a like vision that. for their co- they had their vis- a vision for their company, okay? But they were well, in actual fact, no, they had a vision for their company, which is why they started what they did, and what they did was phenomenal because it changed so many things. But then it came a time where it, the company needed to move on. Right, because it wasn't all that it could be. That system needed to be um, integrated into not not only just the country, into the world. But they weren't ready to mm-hmm. do that. Someone else was. 
Okay, exactly. and he came along and used their idea, which was their energy, to actually move it forward to where I suppose it needed. It must needed to be there. I mean, he, it, how he did it was wrong, wrong, wrong. What I believe, but you know, I mean, it, it is, it is what it is. Um, but, the, but because they weren't prepared to, or they didn't have the. No, well, one of them seemed to want to move forward, and the other one didn't. The other one wanted to say, and they, they kind of like where he, where, where he was, um, and that was the problem. I mean, they used the word stagnant a little while ago, and that I think that's where the problem was. But also, um, they, I mean, the other guy could have taken them. What, what was his name, Wendy? Sorry, his name was Ray Croc. Croc, yeah, and he could, he could, yeah, he could. Sorry, he could have taken them with him, and he actually was mm-hmm. trying to take them with him, dragging and screaming. Well, one of them was dragging it, you know, dragging. He he he, he mm-hmm. was kicking and screaming, mm-hmm. and he tried to take them, but they didn't because they were, a, a, you know, they were brothers. They obviously, you know, wanted to do this together. They stuck with the, they stuck to their guns in the long run. You know, they stuck to their guns because of what happened in the end. You know, and then he did yeah, this he, handshake. He even took he their did name. This handshake deal. Oh my! I wanted to slap him, Wendy. I really, I really, really did. I didn't like him. And then I realised that um, uh, that book. Oh, he talks about he talks about him doing. That. I, I think he talks about Croc. Oh, what did he talk about the McDonald's brothers? Oh yes, brothers? yes, 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 uh, yes. Which one yes. did he talk um, about? Yes. No, 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 no. He talks about Ray Croc. Um, yeah, because the Yeah, because he he kind of like hails him as you know as some sort of sort of like guru. And yeah, I can see. I suppose from a business standpoint, I can see. Yeah, fine. But ethically and energetically, I would say even though he got what he wanted, um, there was a there there, there, there was a uh, there was a currency that he had to pay for that. You know, and I think knowing when something when when you're doing things that aren't correct, there's a currency to pay for it, and exactly invariably, invariably you know. But the the um, McDonald's brothers, they kind of like it sounds really bad, but they kind of like got what they wanted because they didn't want masses and masses of places. That's not where their vision exactly. was going. So what they got was a percentage of what they created. Right, it was more than they emotionally would have got if they had stayed where they were. But but he, they only got a percentage, and that's how they were looking. They were looking to get a small amount, and that's what they got. So the thought See, process the, the, behind everything is is really really important. The clarity and knowing exactly what it is you want, and the words you, you use, and the phrases you use, and the thoughts you have, they have to be specific because you can get what you want. Exactly. Absolutely. But it's yes. how you get it and what you have to give up to get it. And See, this is one of the that? things. This is one of the things that I say to uh, the residents, the ladies, the residents of of Shade Tree. You know, you wanted to get out of the situation that you were in, and that could have been because it's for abused, displaced uh, women and children. It's battered women's shelter for all intent and purposes. Uh, and you wanted to get out of that situation. That being said, did you want to go into this situation? And everybody says no. 
that's kind of not what they they wanted. And this is why it's so important to be specific. It's so important to be specific. Now, the movie that Olivia and myself were talking about is called The Founder. Uh, It was out last year, and it's about Ray Kroc. He is the guy who actually brought McDonald's to the forefront, where it is in every country. With not mm-hmm. all the West Indies. West Indies went with um, Burger King. Kentucky, they Kentucky as well. Um, yeah, and and they they stitch it up that way. He he's not quite everywhere. But for the most part, it's a worldwide, most people know. You say McDonald's, even if you don't speak English, people know who McDonald's is, okay? They understand the concept. And what he did was he was a salesman, and he was selling, I think, a, a, a milkshake machine or some, something like that. Mm, mm. And he, he came across these two brothers, <laughs> the McDonald's <laughs> brothers, for all intent and purposes, and Actually, when thing, he was there, I wasn't I wasn't gonna get I wasn't gonna give the story away. That's why I didn't say very much. Anyway, go on. <laughs> okay, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, long story short, <laughs> as as Olivia just said, long story short, how I will phrase this is this is this. As Olivia said, synopsis, what I'll say there is I'm trying to backpedal now. <laughs> is this in life in life that you believe you get the things that you believe that you want and that's bottom line that's bottom line there is a price to pay for everything and there is a price to pay for everything including life I spoke earlier about about breathing and eating if your lungs don't function you don't breathe you don't live The price you pay for being able to inhale, exhale air is your lungs. You need oxygen. You need oxygen so that your blood can nourish or or, or sustain the body. I spoke about food earlier. You need the intake of food to sustain your life through the metabolic process. And again, this is an exchange that um, is, is something that is so natural to us that we don't even kind of recognize it. This is an exchange that we, we realize, you know, if, if, you, if you can't get to breathe, if you've got a cold and you are definitely stuffed up, you do have an inkling of how important this energy exchange is. <laughs> you do have an inkling of the spiritual currency that you're putting out. So, guys, there is a price to pay, pay to live are the things that you choose to do and not do. So when you look at your life for the things that you want to manifest or you say that you want to manifest in your life, are you prepared to pay the price? The price could be doing your affirmation work. The price could be doing your visualization work. 
but one of the biggest or the largest spiritual, um, I don't know, the largest, the, the biggest spiritual amount that you will pay is in <laughs> discipline. That's, that's currency, discipline. And for most of us, and I'm using a broad stroke here that will touch many people who listen to this podcast, we lack discipline. It's not that you don't want a new car. It's not that you don't want your own house. It's not that you don't want your business to work well or the relationship to flourish. And it's not that we, you don't. It's not that you don't want any of this. It's not about that. Because you actually do want it. But the price to pay is: do you want it enough? Enough is a price too. And if the answer is yes to that then what is it that you are going to do? Not what you think you should do, not what you might dabble in doing. What is it that you are going to do? Because, you know, for the things that you want in life, the things that you want to manifest in life, as I said before, the price to pay is discipline. And in that discipline, in that discipline mode, what you need to do is be disciplined until it's manifested. And once it's manifested, believe it or not, you've already moved on to the next thing. The price that you pay for what you want in life, for conscious manifestation, is discipline. You discipline, you have disciplined yourself to breathe. You've disciplined yourself to sleep. You've disciplined yourself to eat. And believe it or not, many people will be like, oh, no, yes, you have. This is why people will say that, you know, you'll get that automatic response when you're hungry. Well, not everybody gets that response. Not everybody gets that memo. And you can know this when you are engrossed in something that you're doing whether it's reading, something that is uh, creatively satisfying to you. You could work from 8 in the morning to 8 at night. And the only thing you do is get up, you run and pee, and you run really quickly and you come back because you don't want to stop that energetic stream. And you look up and you're like, oh, my God, it's 8 o'clock. And then you're like, oh, I haven't eaten. And you're like, ah, if I go downstairs and get something to eat or if I go and get something to eat, what can I bring up here to eat? And it's like, ah, I don't even want to go. I want to finish doing what I'm doing. I want to finish doing what I'm doing. And in all that time, in all that time, your inner self, the spiritual currency or the energetic exchange that says it's time to eat, never rears its head. The only time it reared its head when you looked at the clock and you're like, oh, it's 8 o'clock, I've been up here all day. Oh my God, I haven't eaten. I meant to eat. No, we, 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 we program ourselves. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, Wendy, absolutely. Yeah. We, 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 we program ourselves, guys. 
So my thing to you is start your journey out by truly figuring out what you want. Then decide what spiritual currency you're going to pay for it. Because ironically, before you pay spiritual, before you pay monetary currency, that's the cold, hard, soft cash. Before you do that, you've already spent your spiritual currency. Be under no illusion. Be under no illusion. Before you spend money, dollars, cents, pounds, shillings, yen, you know, uh, whatever, rupees, whatever, before you actually spend that, the spiritual currency has already been spent. So, guys, it boils down to a couple of things today. Understanding, understanding that clarity, clarity of mind surrounding what you want is key to you being able to pay the accurate price for what you want. Understand that there are no spaces in the universe. There are no spaces in your world. There are none. The universal law of space simply states this. Order for something new to come in, something has to go out. Space has to be filled. And that space can be filled with you doing nothing. That's a space in itself, and it can be filled by you doing nothing. And as Olivia had said, when you do nothing, something will come along and use that space, like, like Ray Kroc and the McDonald brothers. Like water, if it's stagnant, something will come along. Something will come along and impact that. So, guys, it is so vitally important that you do the work needed to be done. Pay the spiritual currency for yourself to do what it is that you need to do. You know, one of the things that I that I personally, uh, and I'll say this, that I personally find, um, I I, want to say it's sad. One of the things that I personally find that, that is sad is when people who are making their transition, i.e. at hospice, are talking about if I woulda, shoulda, coulda. Their last days are spent in some format in regret. Don't let that be the spiritual currency that you use. This is your life. It's about your choices. Nobody else. Mm-hmm. I've said this on the show before. <clears throat> I can't breathe for you. You can't breathe for me. Only you can breathe for you. Even after a while, if you are on life support, It ain't going to work because you have to do for you. That's the contract that you came here with to make choices for your life. The um, price that you pay is being disciplined in the belief for what you want. That is the price that you pay. Yeah, because one... 
one of the things I wrote here is um, the biggest sort of like thing that we don't do, you know, because you're saying about the disciplines, and one of the disciplines that we tend not to have is having the discipline of self-belief, you know, always believing in ourselves. Um, it's exactly. I mean, it's and it's something which we just don't. We, I suppose we haven't been socialized or trained or conditioned to harness, but it is there for us. And it, it's, I, I suppose, it's, it's just the realization that it, that it can be harnessed. And by having by harnessing that self belief, um, I think it's easier. I don't know if it's easy. It, 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 it flows better. When when you're trying to mm-hmm. create something, it flows a lot easier, a lot better. You're more in harmony with what um, what is going on, with the energy that's coming and going, flux and waning. And it's, I think, I think we actually move in heart in, in unison. I mean, sometimes we're out of unison, but most of the time we use it, we're in unison or in harmony with how the energy is moving to to taking us to where it is that we want to go. I think when when <laughs> I suppose it's like being buffeted in a storm. You know, you're on a ship and the winds are mm-hmm. blowing and what have you. I think when our energy is out of whack, that's what's happening. You know, when we're trying to get to our goal, but we're being buffeted because our energy is in, in harmony with what it is that, you know, in, in, in the trajectory that we're going. One of the other things I wanted to say, um, it was about um, spending spiritual currency. Now, when we spend our spiritual currency, it's a bespoke result. It's customized, you know, and you know, customized yeah. is actually hugely expensive, you know. Um, so how we construct the thoughts about what we want is really, really important because you're not, even if you see Joe Bloggs down the road and you think you're getting what Joe Bloggs is getting, you're not because that energy is already spent. You're getting what you're getting. You're getting what it is that you have thought about exactly. where you visualized it, exactly. smelt it, tasted it, heard it. You'll get it. So it's, it's a bespoke thing. So it's about being, being clear about what it is that you want because as I was saying before if I can find my notes I need to flick back yeah you can have it come back to you in a fluid way um you know strategically brought back to you it can be rapid or it can be with an attitude you know and that is the, the choice is actually yours to make and I totally at least I'm 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 on point with that and and I think for me saying that you know, when you when you spend your currency, your spiritual currency, and and, and you are um, paying your price, it's to understand it's your price. Mm-hmm. And whatever it is that you're going after is going to come back to you in a unique way that is representative of or a representation of your belief. And, you know, and, you say your... Go ahead. Sorry, go on. I was going to say, you say your price. No, go ahead, no, I was going to say, you said about, you know, it being someone else's price. And, you know, if you see, okay, if you're like, say like, say like you were in Harrods or already upmarket, whatever an upmarket store is over there, and you see something that you want. And um, actually, there's two things. I don't know if I remember the first one. And, you know, the person behind the counter says, okay, well, it costs $3,000. And you say, okay, well, uh you know, I'll give you, I'll give you ten pounds or ten dollars. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work 
and she might say to you, okay, well, go around the corner and there's a, there's someone who, you know, sells these stuff. They're not as good a quality. And you go around and you get that one, you, you try and barter with this person from, in, in the other place. You're going to get whatever it is, right? You, you're going to get, okay, so, okay, let me do it again. You go to another place um, and uh, you actually are able to purchase it, but you take it home and it falls apart. Right. So Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. currency you are prepared to put out is what the quality of it is, what you are going to get back. Right. So if you want a bargain in whatever in whatever it is, you want to you want to find like easy ways to get there or, you know, want to take Mm -hmm. shortcuts to get there, then you're looking Mm -hmm. for a bargain and you're going to get a bargain result. All right. So, you know, Mm -hmm. that's it's all about choice. It's all about, it's all about choice and actually having the tools to decide whether you want to do something different. That's actually what it's about. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, you know, Liv, one of the things that you said earlier about self-worth, that is so on point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's about you doing the self-work. It's about you doing the self work. It's about you doing work for self and on self. We are a, what do you call it? We're, we're, we, we are um, always in, evolu- we're, we're always evolving. When we stop evolving in this dimension at any rate, we stop living. We're always evolving. We are always moving into form or out of form. The process of aging, the process of aging and not having perhaps tality to, I don't know, you know, go on a, on a, on a hundred mile trek or something, no longer having that vitality when it's something that you used to do in your 20s, 30s, 40s, maybe even 50s. But now in your 90s, you don't quite have the vitality to do this. We are always moving into form and out of form. And while many people will um, decry, you know, getting old and old age, for me, it is something that should be embraced because it's a gentle way for you, if you choose, to actually make your transition out of this form. That's the price that that you're paying. Age is a price that you pay. It's the spiritual currency that you use. And you can use it well or you can use it not well. Go hand in hand. It's vitally, for me, important that you understand that you are the common denominator in anything that goes on for you. If you buy a car and that car is the best thing, it works to perfection, it never gives problems. And if you have bought a car and it does that for you, you were the common denominator. Your neighbor, four doors down, has the same car and every time you look at them, you know, every time you look at it, they're cussing and complaining and they're going to take the car in and, you know, they never should have bought this piece of crap and blah, 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 blah. But yet still, 
you've got the same car, it came off the same line, it's the same year, it was produced in the same factory. Actually, it was the car that came up behind yours. And you've never had a problem. You're the common denominator. If everything's going wrong in your life, it's your life. You're the common denominator. If you can't get traction in your life, you're the common denominator. You know, if, if everything in the world looks bleak, if everything in the world looks um, fearful to you, if everything in the world comes down to um, issues of race, you're the common denominator. And that's something that you need to understand. Actually, that's something, um, perhaps look at it, but I'm telling you, you're the common denominator. You want something different in your life? As the great Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change that you want to be. And I'm not saying, guys, that this is easy. What I'm saying is you can use your spiritual currency to assist and support you in that. Pay that price if you're willing. And you might not even know where to start. So I'll say start at the foundation level. Start at the spiritual currency level. Start within your imagination. Start there. So that it can solidify into something tangible. You know, look, wherever it is or whatever it is that you are wanting, if it's not coming to fruition for you, if it's not manifesting, and this is whether you want a love interest, this is whether whatever it is, you want money, you want a home, you want a car, you want to travel, you want your education, you want a baby, you want whatever. If it's not coming to fruition, fruition to you, then you need to go back to the drawing board. And the drawing board, the storyboard, is your imagination. Sometimes you need to go in and re-visualize how you see things. Sometimes you have to go into your imagination and allow, allow insight to come to you so that you can then reorganize your thought process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, because there's a difference between spending spiritual currency and Dumping spiritual currency. Come currency. on, preach, baby. Dump, dumping, dumping spiritual currency is like just throwing, just actually dumping the, the the currency to try to achieve something that you want. Okay, but when you dump it, invariably it doesn't have a direction. You know, it's like it's like a bomb exploding. You know, it just goes absolutely mm-hmm. everywhere. Right. There's no there's no mm-hmm. structured. Mm-hmm. There is a, stru- a universal structure, but there's no sort of like a thought structure to it as, as opposed to, to you being connected to it. Now, when you spend spiritual currency, <clears throat> yes. it's um, you're actually directing 
it to where it is you want want mm-hmm. it to go. You know, like if you uh, if you wanted a washing machine, you're going to look in you know different places where you can find a washing machine. You know, you're directing your spiritual currency. Um, when you when you dump it, you just the, the results the re- results are random. The results are random. They're invariably not what you want because what you're actually doing, I'm going to go back to energy again, is you're putting energy out there. You're putting the, the, so like the, I don't like using the positive, using one part of the um, uh, magnet, you know, the energetic magnet um, to connect to just random stuff that is out there. So you kind of like get random stuff back. Your core is your core. So therefore, what it is that you're actually trying to achieve will always be there. So you'll get bits and pieces from it coming back to you, but it's not going to be in the way that you want it to be. You want you've just mm-hmm. that you've just dumped it out there. You can't dump it. You know, it, it's like um, it's like just throwing money at something. You know, constantly throwing money at you know large amounts of money at something. It, the, the, it's like there has to be a reason for it, and there has to be a structure behind exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. So exactly. if you're dumping, if because, you, you know, if you, if you, sorry, if you feel like, you know, you're doing the work and things aren't happening, maybe you're dumping your spiritual currency as opposed to spending it. That's the point I'm making. See, what, see for me, um, with what you're saying, it's about investing. You know, like you said about the washing machine, you invest the time to go and, do a little research. Even if it's you, you, you ask a couple of friends, you know, what kind of washing machine have you got? Do you like it? You, 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 you invest the time in figuring out what it is that you want. You don't just sort of go in and say to them, you know, oh, hey, look, whatever, this is what I've got. Um, I'll take whatever you've got. Whatever, I just need to wash my clothes. You know, and they send you this, this front loader that, you know, takes eons to wash and blah, 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 blah. And then you're all pissy and upset. Well, you just dumped your money. You didn't invest any time in self-work. You didn't recognize that having a washing machine was also about your self-worth. You didn't realize that the washing machine says something about what you think about you. You know, each week that we are on, this is something that we, we, we talk about, whether directly or indirectly, whether you have paid cold, hard, hot, soft cash for it, says something about you. Everything that you are feeling inside, and I'm talking about the kind of feelings that only your God self the universal creator, and you know about you and talk to yourself about you. You have paid cold, hard, soft, spiritual currency for it. Your life is about trading thoughts, energetic thoughts. This is the sum total of it. And, you know, I, I, I don't know if I posted this because <clears throat> I haven't written any memes recently. There's a difference between 
something being simple and something being easy. More often than not, we are looking for easy, but we really should be looking for simplistic. Simpl- when, when you simplify, <clears throat> when you simplify, excuse me, when you simplify, it doesn't minimize something. When, you, when you're looking for a more simplistic way of doing something, it tends to lend itself to being more cohesive, more integrated. More often than not, if you are looking for an easy way, an easy way to do it, more often than not, you're not looking for a simple way. You're looking for a way to cut corners. And I'm generalizing here. Understand me. I'm generalizing to make a point. Your life doesn't have to be complicated. As Olivia says, it's simply complex. Your life is simply complex. And as Olivia, you're always saying, you need to be able to decode your life. Mm. And you get to decode your life by actually being able, for me at any rate, being able to take a step back and to switch the emotions off so that you can witness your life unfolding. So you can be a third party in the me, myself, and I. You can be the me, you can be the me, my, you can be my, self, and I. You, you just step back. I got a little confused there. You just step back. <laughs> Watch your life unfold. Watch it in um, Technicolor without the sound, which is how I watch a horror movie. Watch it in Technicolor without the sound. And you, you, you'll be able to see for self some really pertinent things. And those things will assist and support you, again, in going into the imagination or into the thought process, making some changes and using your spiritual currency, investing your spiritual currency instead of dumping your spiritual currency in life for the tangible things that you want. And I mean the tangible things that you want. You'll have the money to purchase the physical thing. It's vitally important, guys, that you do the self-work. The price that you will pay for what you want is being disciplined. And there's something, there's something that I want to... to re- Liz, is there anything that you'd like to say while I just find this thing here? Um, is there anything I want to say? Um, no, not really. <laughs> okay, all right. Sorry, go on. Okay, all right. Um, discipline, the the universal law of discipline. This is something that I I just pulled up, and I'm going to read. Hopefully, I had written it correctly. Um, discipline. The definition of that is activity, exercise, or a regime that de- develops or improves a skill and or training. As a universal law, discipline adds much value to your manifestation process. Much like belief, faith, 
silence, gratitude, and space, the universal law of discipline is one of the pillars, the universal pillars that supports you in staying focused on your objectives. Discipline improves usability, efficiency, and productivity of all the other universal laws. Here, guys, it supports you in going the distance. It hones and it sharpens the universal laws, the other laws, everything that you do. It sharpens their individual and collective action. As I said when I started out, guys, the, the show, the universal laws are all interactive. They're all interconnected. They're all interconnected. Like all other laws, when the universal law, excuse me, like all other laws, when not used correctly, the universal law of discipline will show you what needs to be done. And this will show you because it's going to show you where you need to course correct so you can keep yourself on track. Without consciously using the universal law of discipline, it makes it so much harder to navigate the law of attraction or manifesting what you want. The universal law of discipline, it promotes conscious awareness and self-realization through self-expansion. The law of discipline will assist you in overcoming limiting beliefs, overcoming blocks, overcoming your fears about what it is that you want and putting up hurdles. The universal law of discipline will strengthen your faith and your belief um, in self and in the God self, the universal creator that resides within you. And it frees you to act fearlessly on your inspired actions and your inspired intuitions. When you are consciously using the universal law of discipline, it, it automatically, excuse me, it automatically taps into the divine order. And guys, this is what I keep saying to you. Look, everything is so interconnected. And that is, if there is anything that you come away with today, I think it is with the understanding that everything is interconnected and you are at the central core of that interconnection. So when, when we are consciously using the law of discipline, it automatically leads into the divine order. And the divine order supports you in organizing in a structured way. As Olivia said, you do things off the cuff. You dump your spiritual currency. It's going to come, come at you in all different ways. But if you recognize that there's a divine order and you, things coming at you from north, south, east, west, above, below, behind the whole nine yards, there's divine order in that. Don't get that wrong. Divine order will take a cue from you. It supports you in organizing in a structured way, um, a structured way that allows the universal law of economy to get what you want in the shortest, fastest, um, the most expedient and, guys, the easiest and the simplistic or the simplest way possible creates an 
incremental flow. To my sister, those are baby steps. It creates an incremental flow that supports you in being able to go the distance and arrive at your end goal. By practicing discipline, you expand the... um, Oh, I don't understand what that says. (laughs) (laughs) You were on a roll. I was on a roll there for a minute. (laughs) By practicing discipline, you can expand the... Okay. I think this is what this says. By practicing discipline, what it does for you, it expands the degree. Um, I don't know what that says. Discipline in its surest, in its sure, discipline is the surest means to greater freedom and independence. It provides focus and it achieves skill level and the depth of knowledge that translates into more options in your life. Commitment involves discipline. And these are all laws. These are all universal laws. We come here with these. Commitment involves discipline over a specific period of time. Discipline and commitment provide the bridge between here and there, which means the bridge between you imagining your goals or imagining the things that you want and you actually having them. So discipline, again, Discipline for me is huge. That's the price that you're going to pay. Is, or the biggest chunk of your currency is going to be discipline. Knowing what you want and then being disciplined about it. Again, as I just read from, from what I had written, it will open the way up. It will show you or the universe will show you what it is that you must do in order for you to get what you want in the most expedient way, the easiest way, the simplest way, the fastest way. So it's vitally important, guys, that you do the work. It's vitally important that you do the work. So are you willing to pay the price for what you want? Go ahead, love. Can I just say, say, you know, um, just as an FYI, discipline, an anagram of discipline is clip inside Okay, so clip to hold something in place inside internally. So discipline is like holding something firmly internally. Amen. There you go, guys. There you go. There you go. And that's what we need to do. We need to hold the space of the thing we want internally until we get it. Recognizing, recognizing that while holding that space, we need to be doing the work. We need to be agitating those waters. Because if we are not agitating those waters, something is going to come along and utilize our energetic stream, our energy for what they well, that it will utilize the stillness of the water, you won't say it. Won't it, though? I mean, yeah. Won't it, though? Won't it? So, guys, let me me just say this to you. Life is a really wonderful thing. You, You actually get to choose to view it that way. There are things that happen in our life that will make us sad. 
Sadness is the antithesis of happiness. Without happiness, we would not know sadness. And without sadness, we would not know happiness. This is the universal law of polarity. Your emotions as you respond to something that makes you sad, telling you something about how you feel, it's showing you something about what you need to do. Your emotions are speaking to you. Now you can either bury yourself under this sadness or you can take the sadness and take it for what it is showing you and utilize that spiritual currency and trade it for something that you are wanting. So in life, you're going to have ups and downs. This is the nature of life. The ups and downs aren't designed to hurt you or to break you. That's not the universal way. That's not the, the, the God within you way. That's not the creator, the universal creator's way. That's not it. It's not about breaking you. In reality, it's the total opposite. It's about being there for you in a way that will show you categorically, should you choose to use, should you choose to look, what it is that you can do for self. Within every dislike, with every hate, with everything that you that's happening for you, that you have an issue with, it is showing you a solution to a problem an answer to the question, a way for you to go. Life is a wondrous thing. Change your viewfinder lens and you'll change your life. I'll say this to you guys. I'm not here telling you that I don't have my struggles because I do. I will tell you is the things that I am saying to you are the things that I implement in my life. Is being disciplined easy for me? Some things, yes. Other things, no. Do I fall off the rails? Frequently. (laughs) Do I recognize what happens once I've fallen off, once I've derailed? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I do. Do I get back on track? Yes, I do. Chug along? Yes, I do. Fall off? Yes, I do. The name of the game is that I do. I do. The things that I am saying to you are things that I implement in my life. Do they work for me? Some of them. Will they all work for you? Some of them. Are we saying that you, you, you have to do this, you know, carte blanche, like, you know, wave your hands in the air like you just don't care and you'll be okay? Mm-hmm. Are we saying that you should do? No. Absolutely not. You need to do your own due diligence. Because as Olivia said, when that energy comes back down the pike or when that energy comes back to you, it's unique to you as in what I experience is unique to me 
What were you going to say, Liv? Uh, nothing. Oh, because I kept hearing something. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I see you can. Okay, so it's unique to me. So would you agree with that, Liv, about, um, you know, falling off the rails, derailing? What, what's, your, what's your experience, if, if you want to share? Um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's, a, I mean, that's a constant battle. I mean, uh, for me, I find um, on a spiritual level that the more I feel like I understand for me, um, the more things come into play, there is like a calm there's definitely like 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 a like a um I can't think of another word but there's definitely a, a serenity but then above mm-hmm. that I I mean I can see I can see the serenity I can feel the serenity I can taste the serenity but above that there's also um you know the emotional connotations so you have like I suppose you have like the waves on the top and the, you know underneath is just as calm as as calm can be um so mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I have my I have my struggles too. You know, it's constantly, um, you know, taking dams down. You know, as we're going on a water theme, mm-hmm. you know, taking taking dams down and, and and trying to figure out why the dam is there in the first place and how I can you mm-hmm. know how, how I can uh, you know eliminate it and and mm-hmm. el- eliminate it to the point where um, it doesn't come back again. That's another thing I struggle yeah. with because, you know, I have thoughts and, um, you know, I could have had the same thought 10 years ago and then all of a sudden it pops into my mind. I know it's a message and I thought I had figured out what the message was 10 years ago. I know. But then, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's here. It's back again. Okay, so that tells me, okay, uh, maybe it's because maybe it's getting my attention because um yeah there is a message but the message isn't the same message as 10 years ago it may actually be a different message but i'm in a very very similar situation so you know my discipline one of my disciplines is actually the coding you know um um yeah decoding should i say of Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. messages and nuances that i get or the situations i find myself in that's my discipline you know, and that's a constant thing. It's go for going on forever. I would think. Yeah. Did that and, answer and, your question? And as you, yeah, yeah, darling. Okay. Yes, most assuredly, because, um, you know, as you say about decoding, and um, I say about figuring it out, and blah 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 blah. But for me, those 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 are one in the same. Just so the listening audience understand that it's one in the same. It's figuring out on a personal level what what means to you and then from there you're able to either spend your currency dump your currency invest your currency and that's whether it's spiritual and or monetary or otherwise you're able to do that i i think it's important to to make sure that you are comfortable with the choices that you are making in your life. If you're uncomfortable with the choices that you are making with your life, in your life, and let me say this, not every choice you make is going to give you the warm and fuzzies because I'm always saying that, and it's true. But at a fundamental core intrinsic level, 
at your level of truth, when you know, you know when you know, okay, you know that you've made the right choice. Doesn't mean that you're not going to be scared or fearful, but you know that you've made the right choice. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you say yes, when you really know you should have said no. Or when you've said no, when you know you really should have said yes. When you're making choices like that, it truly, it truly interrupts the flow of your life. When you are not making choices in the best interest of self, what this does is it interrupts the flow of your life. It interrupts how things manifest. Because everything is going to have to reorganize itself based on whether or not you are coming from an authentic place. Okay, what I'm trying to say is this. If in your relationship, your, your personal relationship, intimate relationships or what have you, you're not coming from a place of truth, don't think this is not going to impact your business relationship. If you are not spending your spiritual currency wisely, chances are you won't spend your money wisely. And this is irrespective of how much money you have, like physical cash money, cold hard cash. If you are not spending your spiritual currency correctly, you are not going to spend your physical money correctly. You see, what happens on one side of the scale impacts what happens on the other side of the scale. This is the universal law of balance. As I've said, and I, I keep saying and will continue to say until I have no more breath in my body, the universal laws are all independent, independent and interactive and inter-exchangeable with each other. And yet still they're unique. Because each one has its own energetic stream, yet still, yet still it will be impacted by the rest. I mean, that's like water. Each drop of water, each grain of sand, different to another, a grain of sand, a pinhead is different from another pinhead. This is how small an atom, a nanoatom, if there's such a thing, everything is unique and, and um, unique and independent. But yet still, it will react with a sense of dependency when things aren't moving in the right flow. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, when you think about, you know, if you, if, I think if we think about our life as, you know, as a puzzle or like a recipe, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and try to take like um, you were saying about all the electrical problems, you know, that you've had, you know, mm -hmm. and breaking it down to realize that, okay, well, that's about movement. That's about energy. It's about decoding, yeah. I always say, it's about decoding what it is. 
and and it's not taking things at face value not saying okay well you know this is broken down and okay end of story that there's more to it there's more to you than the physical okay you Mm -hmm. are not uh you are not an extension of your no you no your physical reality is an extension of you you're not the other way around Okay, you you know, your reality, whatever the other way around is, I can't get it around my head, but your physical reality is an extension of you. So whatever's happening in your physical reality is part of you and it's part of the process. And it's actually, I'm going to repeat myself, it's showing you something. It's showing you something about how you can achieve what it is that you want to achieve because you are part of that Mm -hmm. process and everything around you is part of that process. So it's about decoding what's going on to figure out what it is that you need to do. Mhm. Mhm. Most assuredly, Liz. Most assuredly. It's about decoding what it is that you need to do. And only you can do that. Only only you can do that. Only you can do that. And that's part of the self-work and the self-worth. What price are you prepared to pay for you? What price are you prepared to pay for you? And in no way am I saying that this is easy. Easy would, easy would um, perhaps have the implication of, um, based on what we're saying today, again, just based on that, that you know, you, you can find um, a shortcut to get there. It can be simplistic, but it doesn't mean that it's not complicated. It doesn't mean that it's not complicated. And it doesn't mean that that, that, that it being complicated makes it um, insurmountable. That's not true. As I said earlier before, Olivia says it's simply complex, and this is life. And it's life because we are always experiencing and we are always um, using our senses to decipher. And then from there, we will make a choice. And from there, we will have an action. And from there, we will have a reaction. And this, this cycle just goes on. There is divine order. There is, and that's the universal law of divine order, the universal law of balance. We spoke about balance. We spoke about, just spoke about truth. We spoke about um, exchange, which is what we're talking about today, the universal law of exchange, to name but a few. The universal law of choice, I spoke about the universal law of um, attraction, which is a part of the universal laws. It's a part of the universal laws. We spoke about the universal law of communication, Transmutation. All of these things are paramount. And having, even if you don't have an in-depth understanding, but understanding that it's more than being grateful, it's more than visualizing, it's more than affirming, that gets you what it is that you need. We spoke about the universal law of frequency. 
spiritual currency, frequency, monetary, physical frequency, spiritual frequency. We spoke about the universal law of frequency. The movement of energy. And, of course, you being the common denominator in how all this moves. You orchestrate your life. You, you orchestrate your life. You need to know your role in the manifestation process. And I say the manifestation process, let me break it down this way. You need to know your role in your manifestation process. You need to know your role in life. You need to know your role in how you show up in or on your screen of space. It's your life. It's your choice. You can either sit and allow life And life doesn't pass you by. Understand me. Life doesn't pass you by. Because they'll say that, you know, you can sit and allow life to pass you by, which is really an an, an analogy of you need to move. You need to do something. But you can sit and do nothing. This is a choice. And as you sit and do nothing, recognize that your energy is up for grabs. For who is happy to pay the spiritual currency to use it? There's a difference between being in silence and being still. There's a difference between being in silence, being still, and doing nothing. It's a huge difference. Both of them, or all the above, are a conscious choice. All of them means that you will not be moving. But two of them acknowledge that you are consciously open to um, the, the intuitive work, the inspired action, the, the, the intuition, the little small voice, the, 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 the large voice, the voice of God, the voice of, you know, the universal creator, the voice of spirit telling you something. So you can make your next move. The difference is. One. You are poised. Ready. And waiting. And the other is. You were just there. You've chosen to do nothing. Your life. Is about you. And as they say in the West Indies. Time is running and passing. And time will always. Be moving. My mom always says, time waits for no man. Time is not a respecter of any man or anything. Time moves by. It's 2017. It's the 13th of December. According to the calendar, which we are all tapped into, We are all, uh, you know, hooked into. Another year, another year has come and gone. Another year has come and gone. And it's like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? What didn't I do this year? What didn't I do this year? 
Well, ironically, this year, as I, I, I look at my, my whiteboard, there are a lot of things I didn't do this year. There are a lot of things that I didn't do this year. And then again, there was a lot that I accomplished within self this year. As Olivia said, our lives are literally an external manifestation of our internal thought process, dialogue, our feelings, the whole nine yards. And so therefore, there are things that I needed to get done inside before I could move forward. While it felt like I wasn't moving, because I was looking for some of these external things to, 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 to manifest, it felt like I wasn't moving. I have moved. Leaps and bounds. Leaps and bounds. And that's another thing. It's about also making sure that you give yourself credit where credit is due. One of the things Olivia says is, you know, we don't say thank you to, to self. We'll say thank you to everybody with the exception of self. So tell yourself thank you. You didn't get through this year. You, how, should, how do I phrase it? Um, created. You, 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 that's it. You created this year. And so give yourself credit for that. Give yourself credit for all the things that you did get done and all the things that you didn't get done. Many of the things that you didn't get done Perhaps timing, the universal order, the, the law of universal order, the divine order of things, perhaps it really, um, it really exhibited itself. Because the name of the game is you want economy in what you're doing. And for you to get the final results may mean that you can't do this now. It may mean that. So, that being said, guys, are you willing to pay the price? Are you willing to pay the price to get what you want in life? The other thing I, I want to say to you is this, guys, and um, a bullet that leaves a gun that is fired from a gun that is spent cannot be unspent nor can it be put back a baby once it leaves the uterus cannot be put back that is not how life works your words actions and deeds if you will once done cannot be undone have a care in what you do. Have a care in what you say. Have a care in what you think about you and your life. Have a care in what you believe in your life. And let me tell you something, guys. We talk and we may talk just for the sake of talking. We may talk and talk things that we don't even really understand. And if we speak on these things, 
all the time. What we are doing is affirming. Affirmation does. It creates the dynamic for the subconscious, your subconscious mind, to believe. It creates a dynamic. If you say it long enough and you say it with enough passion, you'll believe it and you'll become it. So my thing is, well, two things. Don't become somebody's lie about you. And don't dump your energy. Don't dump your spiritual currency. Invest it in you. You're looking for a return on that investment. Invest it. This is your life. This is your choice. What are you willing to pay to have the life that you want? So, Liz, is there anything that you would like to add? Yeah, there's just one quick thing. Um, you're talking about affirmations. Now, affirmations, um, you know, people kind of like say, okay, well, you know, you've got to get into the meditative, meditative state and blah, blah. Or, you know, you just have to focus and, you know, say your meditate, your, your affirmation. You do, okay, you, you do, but, you know, you can say it with passion, but also there's something to be said by just saying it without feeling, without actually feeling anything. So, you know, if you don't want to sort of like do it, so you're, you know, so that it's sort of like all encompassing, right? Mm-hmm. You can, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You can say it just as a comment. You know, throughout the day, just keep saying it or intern- internally, externally, however you want to say it verbally or think it, the choice is yours. But just say it so it becomes routine, so it becomes part of your norm. Of you. Part of the, the mm-hmm. normal thing, exactly. And then if it becomes part of the norm, it is, well, it's always part of you, but it's, you're more connected to it. So it doesn't have to be exactly. this intense thing. It doesn't have to be intense. It's nice if you can do that as well because I think it speeds the process up. But as Wendy said, and my mm-hmm. mum says, you know, everything's nothing before it's time. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, to do both, you know, and if you if you don't want to do an intense thing, just do the other one. You know, it all works. And you see, and that's it, it. it all works. That's it, Liz. And it all works. And and, and you see, with, with with you saying that, I think a couple of I, I don't know, maybe about. Um, I don't know, maybe about four or five months ago, we'd done a show and it's, it, 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 it was really, that was part of the premise. You know, just because somebody says it so doesn't mean it, doesn't mean it so, you know. That's like you, you, have, to, you have to meditate a certain way. Who died and left you in charge? Who does, because, because it works for you. You're telling me I have to do it this way. No. There are many ways to do it. And, you know, Liz, I'm really glad you said that because part, part of the process with affirming is things that continually run through your mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, things that you continually run through your mind. If, if it runs through your mind often enough, it's going to manifest. It's going to manifest. And that's without you going into a meditative stance and, a, you know, sitting cross-legged and doing all this stuff. No, man. No. That's somebody's thought process of how... You should do it. 
Because when you think but about my, it, how many how, sorry, Wentz, go on. No, go ahead, love. When you think about said, it how if you think about it, how many times if you know, if if we all think about it, have we said something and then it's just happened? You know, there's no there wasn't any intense meditation or no mm-hmm. um repeating affirmations. We've just said it. Mm-hmm. And then two twos, mm-hmm. it happens. So mm-hmm. it's finding that the way and the feeling yes. of how there you, you say it, when you say it, if you can, if you can, if you can get to grips with that, then you'll be able to manifest basically whatever you want. If you want, yeah, whatever you want, yep. absolutely, whatever you want, whatever you want. And because we can do that, because at times that happens, it's actually showing us how we can how we can achieve whatever it is that we want, but it's being aware uh, uh, and taking notice of how you feel. If there's, you know, if you can smell anything, if you can see anything, if you can hear anything extra, you know, you know, to what the norm is, you know, and it, and, and um, sort of like how you say it. And the other thing is feeling where you say it. I know this sounds kind of crazy where you say it inside your head. All right, because we have different areas um, in inside our brain, and it's it's figuring out where you say it inside your head as well, and the tone you use, everything, even if it's even mm-hmm. if it's um, you know um, um, subcon- uh, a, a, con- um, a mental thought, so you're actually verbalizing it, how you say it, the tone that you use, and if you can get all that, all those ducks in a row, you can manifest whatever you want. Amen. 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 And I, I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. 100%. Get your ducks in a row. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> not to be shot. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not to be shot. Not to be shot. Well, guys, um, we're going to wrap it up. This has been a long show. It's been a very interesting show for myself, actually. Um, it's been, it's been a, a nice long show. And, um, yeah, what I would say is, because I hadn't said this to you, I had started to type type this to you, Liz, but you finished speaking before I could finish. Okay. Um, no, you did. You finished speaking. I thought you were speaking a bit longer. Um, this, this, I believe, I believe, will be our last show for 2017. Um yeah, I believe this will this will be our last show um, for 2017. And so, what I want to do is wish you all a uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever I like that stuff. There. So, I want to wish you all all a Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday, and to just say to you that your life is. Mm, uh, your life is a wonderful, magical thing. You're the magician in your life. Make it you want it to be. Live it the way that you want to live it. And when you live your life in a true and authentic way, you open the way and give me permission to live mine that way too. Know what it is that you want in life. Utilize for me 
the first law in the universal laws of attraction in the manifest in, in the physical side use your power of choice use discipline use belief that creates or should i say faith that creates belief and manifest the life that you want there is nothing that you cannot have what i would caution you be careful what you ask for be sure what you ask for. Be sure of that. Be sure. And outside of that, as I say, I believe this is the last show for 2017. So I would say to you, happy, happy new year. Get focused. Start thinking about what you want for 2018. Think about it and let's make it happen. So for you, Liv, anything that you want to say? Um, no, I wasn't expecting. Oh, I, I really wasn't expecting this. Now, um, no, I, I, I suppose I would say just, just what I said before, um, which for me, for me, and it's just for me, is paramount about doing the doing the decoding. You know, of, of things that happen. You know, um, thoughts that you always having, um, people that you meet, all the rest. Just doing the decoding. I think it's. It's imperative. It, I mean, no, I was going to say, if if you want to achieve what it is you want to achieve, but no, that's my way of saying, okay, if you want to achieve it, how I want to achieve it, it's not necessarily your way. But I, I think decoding is key. I really do. I really do. Understanding, understanding helps. Understanding mm-hmm. helps you. So on that, on that, on that note, the lady has just told me in my earpiece that we only okay. have uh, 90 seconds. So okay. that being said, guys, again, Happy New Year. Make 2018 your year for doing what it is that you need to do, want to do. And on that note, love you, sis. Love you guys. You, Peace out. Right, bye, guys. And we're going to rock Happy... out with... with... Bye, darling. We're going to rock out with <laughs> bye. Bob Marley. Okay. Man to man is so unjust. Children, you don't know who to trust. Your worst enemy could be your best friend. And your best friend, your worst enemy. Some will eat and